Hey, good morning. Uh, uh, I'm Brian Figg. I'm a senior at Watching Hills Regional High School, and I'm going to Miami, Ohio next year. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all you mothers, uh, especially my mom right there. Mom, do you want to stand up really quickly? Please, please stand up. Please stand up. I mean, she's embarrassed me for the best 18 years of my life. I figured I'd get her. I had, I had to do it at least once. I mean... Um, but, you know, in light of Mother's Day, that's my mom. Um, I wouldn't be up here without her. Uh, she's not only a great role model for me, making me a better person, but she's made me a better Christian. And uh, I wanted to give her something today. So. was I? Um, oh yeah, uh, the Bible, I forgot, I'm sorry. Um, so, if you were living your life in a way that is holy and pleasing to God, and not conforming to the patterns of this world, as Luke just spoke about, and you are seeking transformation by the renewing of your mind, like Jenny just outlined, the Bible says that you were able to test and approve what God's will is. Now, I don't know about you, but these standards that Paul has set for us are pretty daunting, and seem almost impossible to obtain. The question is, how do we know what God's will is for our lives? Not to mention, how are we able to test and approve what God's will is? I think that answering these questions involves three steps. First, seeking God's will, recognizing God's will, and then following God's will. The first step is seeking God's will for our lives. There's a saying that you will never find something unless you look for it. Certainly, this is true for finding God's plan for each of us. The best way to find God's will for your life is to commit to growing your faith. This is done through Bible study and worship, which helps you learn more about God, prayer, as this allows God to speak to you, and surrounding yourself with other Christians, so to give God a chance to show his will to you through them. These are all ways to seek God's will. Even when we are actively seeking God's will, Recognizing his will is difficult because God gave us a will of our own. The problem is we, always, is we all are always looking for what we want, not for what we need. We, always, we also don't really know what we need, we just think we do. We need to be willing to listen and pray for clarity. Then will we be able to recognize his will for our lives. Recognizing God's will is tough in our society when there are so many things that take priority over our relationship with God. Jobs, schools, sports, activities, even family. Though these are not all bad things, they distract us from being able to recognize God's will for our lives. It is important for us to find a quiet place, to sit peacefully without distraction, to let his words sink into our hearts and minds, to understand what his will is for each of us. Another way to help, to, to help us recognize God's will is to be surrounded by believers who are also striving to follow Christ. This brings to mind the famous three-legged stool analogy popularized by my salt leader, John Hannock. I don't know if he's here or he's in the other one. If you, if you don't know him, go find him. He's, he's awesome. He, uh, he's a great role model of Christ. He's awesome. Um, the three legs consist of praying constantly, reading your Bible daily, and having Christian friends. Without one of these legs, the stool would fall over. 
In much of the same way, it is impossible to seek and recognize God's will for your life if you do not have each of these components. So I've talked about seeking God's will and recognizing God's will. But what about following his will? We must make the decision to follow God's will even when we don't know what he wants us to do. We live in a society dominated by immediate gratification. We often do not look beyond what is good for us right now, today, this week. God sees and knows what our entire lives will be. God sees the big picture. He has promised that his will is good, pleasing, and perfect. Yet following God's will means trusting him beyond this moment, beyond today. It means trusting him every day that his path is the right one for us in the long term, even if it brings us hardships that we do not want to face. God's vision and our inability to follow and see the big picture is illustrated in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 9, which I'll read for you right now. The, Lord, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Ah, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to, and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. Jeremiah obviously didn't have to seek God's will or recognize God's will. God was talking directly to him. Now, if I'm Jeremiah, I'm like, that's already, you're already two-thirds of the way there. Like, come on. Like, the rest of us don't have that luxury, man, to just talk to him. Like, come on. He's killing me. But Jeremiah wasn't ready to follow God's will. He started making excuses. I'm only a child. I think that we all do this when we recognize something that God wants us to do. God wants us to do. We make excuses. Busyness, fatigue, procrastination all become excuses to avoiding and delaying following God's will. We want to control all of our choices. Everyone has had an experience where they've been reluctant to follow something that God has placed them in place in their hearts to do. This year, I wanted to be a senior intern. The internship involved mentoring 7th and 8th graders through the online program we have here at the church on Thursday nights. Though this was something I always wanted to do, when I looked at my hectic schedule as a senior, I had second thoughts. Now looking back at the year, the time commitment was significant, and it did involve many sacrifices. But in the end, I can honestly say that it was worth it. If I had not sought, recognized, and followed God's will through this internship, my faith would not be where it is today. God would have not been able to use me as a role model for these younger students. My faith would not be where it is today, and my relationship with my fellow interns and leaders would not be as genuine. Following God's will shouldn't be a tough choice. If you know something is perfect and flawless, why wouldn't you follow it? It is a struggle to seek his will and to recognize it. But remember, his will is good, pleasing, and perfect. It's worth the effort. Now, if you'd all bow your heads, I'm going to pray really quickly. Dear Lord, help us to seek your will in our lives. Help us to live our lives in a way that is holy and pleasing to you. Give us the strength to stand up for you in today's world. Help us to share your love with everyone in this world, everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.